The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. So there's an organization that is called Lihis Anig. Lihis Anig is an organization that is run by the amazing Shelley Rosenblum. You maybe know him from Shelley from Bagel Hole. Shelley, a great friend of mine, great person, and his right-hand man, Thrilly Glassman. They have this organization, Shelley runs it, I think, and Thrilly is his, um, his major, major helper. The kids are, they have this organization called this Anig. What they do is they have packages. They make packages for people that are sick. And before every single Yantif and random Shabbosim, mm-hmm. and all the time here and there, they deliver, they send these packages with awesome stuff inside to these children, to these families, right? Sometimes in life, when you're going through something challenging, all you need to know is that somebody cares about you, that somebody's thinking about you. And once you know that, half the burden is taken off. Or maybe not half the burden, but a large part of it is like, wow, somebody cares. I have a support over here. I know that somebody's going to come and drop off something amazing. And this organization is just incredible. List on What are they getting in return? Besides, obviously, the Mitzvah and the Chesed and the Reward. Nothing. They're doing this. This is a Lishma type of thing. And every single Yontif, when it comes to Purim, when it comes to Pesach, Hanukkah, sometimes they give presents, sometimes they give these flowers and cookies and bakery stuff. And unbelievable. Mamish unbelievable. The kids, so the story goes like this. The story goes like this. It was one of the short Shabbosim, like this week, where Shabbos is 4.30, 5 o'clock, 5.30, and we all know the pressures of Friday. Everybody knows that. And they got a call this Friday. Not this Friday, meaning this Friday that the story happened. It was about a year ago. They got a call that there's a kid who had some type of heart surgery uh, from Eretz Israel. The family flew in, and they're staying in Borough Park for Shabbos. They just, got, uh, they just left the hospital. And they're going to be in Shabbos in Borough Park, and they could really use chizuk. You know, this is a very big challenge, a heart surgery, a kid come from Israel. Do they know English? Do they not know English? Who knows? So if we could go, if you guys could go, even though it's Friday, even though it's, you know, a tight day, it's a short Friday, if you could go and get them a beautiful thing of nuts and a beautiful thing of cookie, cookies and flowers and just show the family that we care, that we're here, that we're behind them, that would be an amazing, uh, an amazing thing. And uh, I think you should do that. So they're like, you know what, we're going to do it. They both work in Brooklyn, so they're going to Borough Park. Now, obviously, it's after they go after they finish work, so there's not too much time. So they run around, and also Friday, we know the classic traffic, Brooklyn traffic, we all know. So running from bakery to the nut store to here to there, and it ends up taking a lot of time. The kids are, they get to the apartment, they get to the place, and obviously, click class, it was always like, this is, there's no elevator. Like they're on the 9,000th floor, no elevator. They're on the fourth floor, no elevator. So they're huffing and puffing, going up there. They have all the goods. They're all excited. We finally we did this. You know, it was amazing. And I cannot wait to see the smile on this person's face. Like the kid opens up, like, you know, in the bed and you got like a present. We all know this. We all know this. When we get that Amazon package, we open the door. Thank you so much. So you quickly open it. You see like what it is. And it was the wrong thing. So you're like, uh. But we all know what it feels like when you get a gift. It's amazing. People care about you. Anyways, they get up to the fourth floor, they knock on the door, and guess what? Nobody answers. So they knock again. And nobody answers. They knock again. And nobody answers. Like again. Nobody answers. Again, 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 again. Boom. Nobody answers. Nobody answers. They're like, wait a second. What's going on? Shabbos is coming. So, so I think Shelly calls the, the family, the father. He says, why are you guys not answering? Like, hello, Shabbos is very soon. And we got to get going. And we have a massive package for your son, for your family, for everything for Shabbos. He's like, are you serious? No way. Oh, that's so thoughtful of you. Wow, that means so much. It happens to be that we're in Muncie for Shabbos. We got invited to Muncie 
from an amazing family, another amazing family in Klaisol. We're all amazing families in Klaisol. And um, we got invited over there. They wanted to take care of us after, you know, we left the hospital. So we're not in Barra Park. And they're both standing there. Mustafa is sweating and holding the package of all fresh goods. Like, what are we going to do with it now? We can't save it for next week. Now what? And we got to get down four flights and there's no elevator, which is another thing on the list. So there's shtickle broken. Obviously, we have to do a shtalus, that's it, and we get the schar, but this is not really for schar. This is, you want to make somebody happy. And you did make them happy, because now they know that you're thinking about them, but Lamaisa, they're there with goods, and like, now what? <laughs> Running Friday and got to get home, and Shabbos, and if you can't drive to Muncie, unless you go through every red light, and even then you can't, because it's like an hour to Shabbos, they don't know what to do, and they're feeling a little bit bad. You know, sometimes you're so excited to do something, and you think like, oh. They get down to their car. They get in the car. They're about to turn on the car. And they get a phone call. And it says, listen, I know that this is really foolish of me to call you so close to Shabbos. And I know you probably cannot do this, but I'm going to try anyways. You know, you never know what you could do with a phone call. There is a family of uh, some, some, also some big surgery that happened. This is an asking from the hospital calling that they also just went home. They weren't supposed to go home before Shabbos. But for whatever reason, they went home before Shabbos and they have nothing for Shabbos. We gave them the beer minimum from the room, and every hospital has that amazing room with the food. We give them the beer minimum for the meals, but they have nothing else. Nothing. Is there any way? I know this is ridiculous of me to even ask you. Shabbos is literally in an hour, and I don't know where you are. This is in some random place in Borough Park. Is there any way that you would be able to go to some store and just pick something up, even though the stores are all closed, probably? Uh, is there any way, anything that, like, you gotta be kidding us, no way. We have an entire package here ready to go. Fresh Zachmishmak. Where's the location? He sends the location two minutes away from where they are. So they get in the car. I'm joking, they're already in the car. So they turn on the car. They drive to the location two minutes away. They get up there. There was an, there was two elevators. <laughs> they get to the house, they knock at the door, the people open the door, they see Shali and Surly holding this package. They were blown away. They're like, we, we literally just left the hospital. We have nothing for Shabbos. Nobody even knows that we're here. And a few minutes later, these two Yidin knock on the door with an entire package. HaKadosh Baruch Hu takes care. We just got to let him know that we want to do it. We got to do the Ishtalas. And then Hashem takes care. It's a fascinating story. There are two major lessons. Lesson number one is what I just said. All we have to do is the Ishtalas. HaKadosh Baruch Hu will run the world. Dina. Leia, Rachel, one shave that I gave out, you got back two shvatim. Trust me, I know what I'm doing, says Hashem. There's a whole plan here. It's like I think we said in the summer. Imagine a book with nine billion pages, and your name is on one page right in the middle by like two and a half billion. You open it up and you see your life story. You're like, what? This is ridiculous. This is crazy. Are you kidding? No way. Hashem is like, <laughs> you, you, got, you got to be the whole book first. You can't just go to an author on page 7,302 and be like, this makes no sense to the story. You, you, you're not a fair God. Nothing, no, no. no you do. You got to read the whole story. You got to read the whole story. You read the whole story. You'll understand page 2 billion and how it all connects and how it all fits in. We have to trust the Kodesh Baruch The second idea, the second lesson I think is very fundamental is the person who called the person who called an hour before Shabbos asking them to go out, get a package, and deliver it, what was he thinking? I mean, hello, there's an hour to Shabbos. Who's going to go out now? Now, obviously, you're not going out of your way that we know. <laughs> but in the end of the day, why are you even calling? You know that's impossible. You know it's impossible. It's not going to happen. They're in the shower. 
They're getting ready for Shabbos, an hour before Shabbos. We would want to do this any other time, but just right now is not the time. So what are you even bothering calling? And the answer is that you never know. You never know what one phone call will do. Okay, the, the worst case scenario, let's say that right now we can't. But it doesn't hurt to make that phone call because he made the phone call and grade, they were there and they had a package two minutes away. Unbelievable. So make that phone call, by the way. Whatever the situation is, whether it's a chesed, whether it's the red shidduch, whether it's anything and everything, you have no idea the power of one phone call, even though in your mind and from the way you see the picture, from your perspective, the phone call is not going to do anything. It's not going to work. They're not going to be able to do it. You never know. So go for it. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories to inspire dot org.